Hello everyone. I want to speak to you today about hearing God. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the day. Thank you for your word. Thank you for those that are listening. May it be uplifting to each one of us and uh, today and for the days ahead. We pray this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm taking the scripture verse in 1 Samuel chapter 3. I want to read verse 1 through 10 from the Living Bible. Hannah, uh, you remember, had a child and dedicated him to the Lord. And Eli raised him in the temple. Um, and his name was Samuel. So it says, uh, beginning in, in, in verse 1, 1 Samuel 3. Meanwhile, little Samuel was helping the Lord by assisting Eli. Messages from the Lord were very rare in those days. But one night after Eli had gone to bed, he was almost blind with age by now. And Samuel was sleeping in the temple near the ark. And that's the Ark of the Covenant, the Ten Commandments. The Lord called out, Samuel, Samuel. Yes, Samuel replied, what is it? He jumped up and ran to Eli and here, here I am. Uh, what do you want, he asked. I didn't call you, Eli said. Go on back to bed. So he did. Then the Lord called again, Samuel. And Samuel jumped up and ran to Eli. Yes, he asked, what do you need? No, I didn't call you, my son, Eli said. Go back to bed. Samuel had never had a message from Jehovah before. In other words, he he really didn't know God uh, in, a, in a personal sense. So now the Lord called him a third time, and once uh, more he, Samuel jumped up and ran to Eli. Yes, he asked, what do you need? Then Eli realized it was the Lord who had spoken to the child. So he said to Samuel, go and lie down again, and if he calls again, say, yes, Lord, I'm listening. And the, uh, so Samuel went back to bed, and the Lord came, Lord came and called as before, Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel replied, "Yes, I'm listening." And that's when he get to, that's when he got to know know God personally. Uh, it is possible to hear God's voice and not know it, and that's what happened with Samuel here. Also, you can hear it but reject it, and you can hear God and know Him better. There was there was a man about uh, concerned about his wife hearing his her hearing, so he consulted a doctor. It's getting really bad, he said. He, how bad is is it? Asked the doctor. Well, I don't know. The man said. He said, "Help me find out." So the doctor suggested this: When you get home, call to her from the front door. Then go near to the room where she is and call her from outside the room 
And finally, you go up to her and speak to her uh, up close and see what happens. That way, uh, we'll know how bad her hearing is. So when a man got home, he stood at the front door and he called out, Darling, is dinner ready? Nothing. So he went near to the kitchen where she was and called out again, Darling, is dinner ready? Still nothing. Finally, he went up to his wife and he spoke to her into, into her ears. Darling, is dinner ready? The wife looked at him and said, For the third time, yes. What the man thought was his wife's problem was actually his. This is also true of our relationship with God. Sometimes we're not hearing him. Think for a moment. In times of our struggles with God's silence, could it be that God has already spoken, but we're not listening? But I want to tell you something this morning. One of the points that I want to make is that God wants to talk to you. See, there are three reasons why it's important to hear God's voice. One, it shows that you're a part of God's family. Number two, it protects you from mistakes. And number three, it produces personal results. Over in Psalms 32 and verse 8, God said, I will instruct you, says the Lord, and guide you along the best pathway for your life. I will advise you and watch your progress. So, how do we prepare to hear God's voice? Well, one thing you have to do is cultivate an open mind. Be open-minded. Take, take time to listen. Clear, clear your mind. And, and, and when you do, uh, if he speaks to you, cooperate with what he says. Now, there are some common ways that God speaks to us. And this is important. God speaks to us through the Bible. If you're not missing, if you're not reading your Bible, you're missing out on some of the things that God may be wanting you to hear from from Him. God was God's word is like a flashlight that shows us what lies ahead of us. God speaks to us also through preaching. The message should make you feel like God is talking just to you. God speaks also to us through friends and family. That's where we use our, our open mind. God speaks to us through suggestions, impressions, notions, and inspiration that the Holy Spirit puts in our minds. Sometimes God speaks to us through pain. You know, when, you, when you're hurting or something's going on, uh, 
you know, you will say, well, uh, Lord, I'm in a lot of pain. I need some help here, you know. Uh, also, God speaks to us through silence. There's two things to do when God is silent. Now, remember this. He's in control, and we trust him. See, you'll never hear God speaking to you unless you want to hear from him. Hear what I said? You will never hear God speaking to you unless you want to hear from him. Sometimes you have to wait. I'm going to tell you something. Satan doesn't want us to hear from God. So the minute you decide to set aside time with God, Satan is going to try to distract you. Sometimes uh, you have to watch. You see, God often speaks by putting a mental picture in our head. He'll give you an image or a picture. First, ask God, oh, what does this image mean or this picture mean? Second, just be specific about it. Explain to him uh, what you're seeing, what you're feeling. And thirdly, expect an answer. There are six ways that you can test whether something is from God or not. And, and, and listen here. Number one is, does it agree with the Bible? See, you, got, you must read your Bible to know your Bible. Uh, see, God will never contradict his word. But if you don't know his word, then you're going to have some problems. Does it make me more like Christ? That's number two. You see, Jesus is the standard of our behavior. God will not put any impression in our head that will lead us away from him. If the thought or impression uh, in your head has angry feelings or jealousy or envy or selfishness, it is not from God. Number three, the third way to test our impression is to ask, does my church family confirm it? Well, you know, when preaching's going on or uh, you hear folks saying amen or if the preacher uh, reads a scripture verse and the people agree with it, you know, the people respond, amen. So uh, does my church family confirm it? Number four, the fourth way to test an idea is to ask, does it concern my responsibility? You see, God has given each of us certain things that we will be held uh, accountable for. First and foremost, we're accountable for ourselves. Did you hear me? We are accountable for ourselves. When God speaks to you, it's going to be relevant to your life, not someone else's life. The fifth way to judge an impression that you might get is to ask if it is, if it is convicting you rather than condemning you. 
You see, conviction comes from God. Condemnation comes from the devil. Conviction has a specific purpose of drawing us closer to God. That's something, you know, that's, that's in your conscience that the Holy Spirit speaks to you. It says, well, uh, you know better, and you ask him to forgive you. I'm sorry. You're convicted. The, the third way uh, to test, uh, the sixth way, rather, to test uh, if something is from God or not is ask yourself, do I sense God's peace about it? Over in Philippians chapter 4, the Apostle Paul had the same problems we have. But he said in Philippians 4, verse 6 and 7, Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. and Tell God your needs and don't forget to thank him for his answers. If you do this, you will experience God's peace, which is far more wonderful than the human mind can even understand. His peace will keep your thoughts and your hearts quiet and at rest as you trust in Christ Jesus. So, it, it is possible to hear God's voice and not know it. It is possible to hear God's voice and reject it. And if you're not a Christian and you hear God's voice, you need to respond to the wooing of the Holy Spirit in your life to ask God to forgive you of your sins and let him come into your heart and your life. And it is possible to hear God's voice and get to know him better. And that's the the object of hearing God's voice is to get to know him better. Father, thank you for your word Thank you that we can get to know you by, better by hearing your word, by hearing your voice. Uh, and thank you, Lord, for speaking to our hearts today through this message. And I pray, Lord, that everyone has gotten a blessing from it. And pray, Lord, that uh, your will would be done in all of our lives. And help us through these hard times that we go through each day, especially with this COVID going on. And... Uh, we just thank you, Lord, for all your blessings, your love, and your mercy, and your forgiveness. We pray this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen.